Chapters forty eight to fifty of Tristram Shandy, Volume two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shalifa Mulliam. The Life and Opinions of Tristram Shandy, Gentleman, Volume two by Lawrence Stone. Chapter forty eight. Hola, you chairman! Here's sixpence. Do step into that bookseller's shop and call me a day-tall critic. I am very willing to give any one of them a crown to help me with his tackling, to get my father and my uncle Toby off the stairs and to put them to bed. Tis even high time, for except a short nap, which they both got whilst Trim was burrowing the jackboots, and which, by the by, did my father no sort of good upon the score of the bad hinge, they have not else shut their eyes, since nine hours before the time that Dr. Slop was let into the back parlour in that dirty pickle by Obadiah. Was every day of my life to be as busy a day as this, and to take up? Truce. I will not finish that sentence till I have made an observation upon the strange state of affairs between the reader and myself, just as things stand at present, an observation never applicable before to any one biographical writer since the creation of the world, but to myself, and I believe will never hold good to any other until its final destruction and therefore, for the very novelty of it alone, it must be worth your worships attending to. I am this month one whole year older than I was this time twelve months, and having got, as you perceive, almost into the middle of my third volume, according to the preceding editions, and no farther than to my first day's life, it is demonstrative that I have three hundred and sixty-four days more life to write just now than when I first set out, so that instead of advancing, as a common writer, in my work with what I have been doing at it, on the contrary, I am just thrown so many volumes back, was every day of my life to be as busy a day as this, and why not? And the transactions and opinions of it to take up as much description— and for what reason should they be cut short? As at this rate I should just live three hundred and sixty-four times faster than I should write. It must follow, and please your worships, that the more I write, the more I shall have to write, and consequently, the more your worships read, the more your worships will have to read. Will this be good for your worships' eyes? It will do well for mine. And was it not that my opinions will be the death of me, I perceive I shall lead a fine life of it out of this self-same life of mine, or in other words, shall lead a couple of fine lives together. As for the proposal of twelve volumes a year, or a volume a month, it no way alters my prospect, write as I will, and rush as I may into the middle of things, as Horace advises, I shall never overtake myself whipped and driven to the last pinch. At the worst, I shall have one day the start of my pen, and one day is enough for two volumes, and two volumes will be enough for one year. 
haven't prospered the manufacturers of paper under this propitious reign which is now open to us as i trust its providence will prosper everything else in it that is taken in hand as for the propagation of geese i give myself no concern nature is all bountiful i shall never want tools to work with so then friend you have got my father and my uncle toby off the stairs and seen them to bed and how did you manage it you dropped a curtain at the stairfoot i thought you had no other way for it here's a crown for your trouble chapter forty nine then reach me my breeches of the chair said my father to susanna there's not a moment's time to dress you sir cried susanna the child is as black in the face as my as your what said my father for like all orators he was a dear searcher into comparisons bless me sir said susanna the child's in a fit and where's miss yorick never where he should be said susanna but his curate's in the dressing-room with the child upon his arm waiting for the name and my mistress bid me run as fast as i could to know as captain shandy is a godfather whether it should not be called after him where one sure said my father to himself scratching his eyebrow that a child was expiring one might as well compliment my brother toby as not and it would be a pity in such a case to throw away so great a name as trismegistus upon him but he may recover no no said my father to susanna i'll get up there's no time cried susanna the child's as black as my shoe trismegistus said my father but stay thou art a leaky vessel susanna added my father canst thou carry trismegistus in thy hat the length of the gallery without scattering can i cried susanna shutting the door in a huff if she can i'll be shot said my father bouncing out of bed in the dark and groping for his breeches susanna ran with all speed along the gallery my father made all possible speed to find his breeches susanna got the start and kept it tis tis something cried susanna there's no christian name in the world said the curate beginning with tris but tristram then tis tristram gistus quoth susanna there's no gisset in it noodle tis my own name replied the curate dipping his hand as he spoke into the basin tristram said he etc 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 so tristram was i called and tristram shall i be to the day of my death my father followed susanna with his nightgown across his arm with nothing more than his breeches on fastened through haste with but a single button and that button through haste thrust only half in the buttonhole she has not forgot the name cried my father half opening the door no no said the curate with a tone of intelligence and the child is better cried susanna and how does your mistress as well said susanna as can be expected pish said my father the button of his breech is slipping out of the buttonhole so that whether the interjection was levelled at susanna or the buttonhole whether pish was an interjection of contempt or an interjection of modesty is a doubt and must be a doubt till i shall have time to write the three following favourite chapters that is my chapter of chambermaids 
my chapter of pages, and my chapter of buttonholes. All the light I am able to give the reader at present is this, that the moment my father cried, Pish! he whisked himself about, and with his breeches held up by one hand, and his night-gown thrown across the arm of the other, he turned along the gallery to bed, something slower than he came. 